Welcome back to the Performance Pod. Today we are going to be talking about the psychology of chronic injury and the fear avoidance model. Now this is super important and a super critical discussion that should be talked about often in the medical community because our brain and our beliefs and our thoughts play a huge role in the recovery process and treatment outcomes of our patients. And it's something that clinicians need to definitely focus on because if it is neglected, it can lead to a lot of negative outcomes, not only for your patient, but for you. So with that, let's get started. So the fear avoidance model. So when I am discussing this, just kind of think of it as a flow chart. So one outcome leads to another, and then that can lead to multiple different outcomes. But this this model is super important, and it is something that every clinician should have in the back of their head and because every patient can go through this, and we want to try to avoid them going down the wrong path as much as possible. So the start of this model is you have an injury. So whatever that injury may be, pick and choose whatever you like, but now the patient starts to experience pain. This is the critical step as a clinician that we need to really instill confidence in our patient that, hey, you are going to get better. And when you get better, not if you get better, when you get better, this is what we're this is this is what the plan looks like. And you're instilling in them confidence. You're telling them, hey, you're gonna get better. This isn't a death sentence. And here's how we're gonna do it. And that um, plays into the mental side of things with that patient to where, okay, now they start to they believe, hey, I'm gonna get better. And that plays a major role in their healing process and improving their healing process. So at this point of pain, if we go down that route of giving them confidence and all that good stuff, the patient now experiences a, they have a low fear environment. They're not so much scared of their pain anymore because their clinician explained to them what's going on and they explained to them, hey, we're going to get you better and you're going to get better. So they are in a state of low fear, which improves the healing process for them, and they return to their activity and recover a lot faster. On the other hand, if maybe we don't explain it that well or we use some medical verbiage that um, could be kind of scary or unknown to the patient, and we don't, or the patient could even have looked something up and they're just fearful of their pain or injury, well then... They think if I get better, not when I get better, but if I get better, and then they fall into this kind of the, the cycle of fear. So the patient had the injury, has the pain. They're scared of that pain. They're fearful of it, maybe of the unknown. Maybe they don't think they're going to get better. Well, now they fall into this whirlpool of now they start to avoid maybe certain things that they used to do. Maybe they like gardening and now they're scared to garden. Maybe they like to play a certain sport and now they're scared to play that sport they also go into disuse so they stop using maybe if you hurt your shoulder maybe they stop using that shoulder as much and they start to experience maybe some disability or some depression and then they they uh, start to experience fear of movement in general they're scared to move because they don't want to be in pain they don't want to injure it well, then they might re-injure it or they might continue to experience pain. So this is this cycle 
um, that we want to avoid our patient getting in because it is a terrible cycle and it really slows down the healing process and is just something that is totally it's possibly preventable on the clinician's part if we are able to communicate with our patient. Now, if our patient falls into this kind of this fear avoidance cycle um, and they're already in that stage, then we have to kind of push our treatments aside. Not that not that we're not doing them, but we need to change the focus of not focusing so much on what rehabilitation exercises or what treatments we're giving them. We need to now kind of transition into focusing on the psychology of that patient and the mental side of things. Because if we don't fix that and we don't work on that, all your treatments aren't going to be aren't going to have the greatest outcome now because the the mental side and the psychology of that patient like we said earlier plays a huge role in how well or if they do recover so at that stage we need to push that aside work on the mental um, thoughts and psychology of that patient and instill confidence in them you might have to hold their hand we might have to take baby steps to get them back out of that cycle um, but at that stage, that is what is most important because as long as they're in that cycle, their chances of getting better are, are low. They're not what we want. So we need to explain to them or maybe go back and explain what their diagnosis was, make it a little less scary for them, or just explain it so they understand it a little more. And then instill with them a plan on, hey, we're going to get you better. It's all about communication. It's all about the words you say and how you say it. So as something very important and something to learn um, as soon as possible because our words carry a lot. And with our patients who are coming to you for help, um, if we are not saying the right things or saying it in the right way, that can kind of push them towards this other side of the model that we want to avoid. So what are some factors um, that can improve healing, that we can give recommendations to our patient to help them heal quicker? Well, having a positive mood is a great one. That's the start. We want you to be optimistic. I don't want you to worry about this. Uh, we're going to get you better. And I want you to believe in yourself that you're going to get better. Also, having good sleep habits, um, good nutrition, food is medicine. Um, that's very important. So making sure we're eating a variety of foods, getting all of our nutrients, vitamins, minerals. Um, also, Exercise and movement. Movement is so important for the body, mentally and physically. And then what are some things that slow down the healing process? Well, a negative mindset, depression, poor sleep habits. As we age, that kind of slows down the healing process. Smoking, drinking alcohol, um, NSAIDs or corticosteroids, and also lack of exercise. If we're not moving, that is going to slow down the healing process. So this is the fear avoidance model in a nutshell. To sum it up, instill confidence in your patients. Explain to them in ways that they can understand understand, and that in ways that are not scared, that, that don't provoke fear for the patient. So we want to be a good clinician and a doctor. But we also need to do it in a way that is beneficial towards the patient. Because like we said earlier, the psychology and mindset of that patient is crucial in how well um, they get better.
a good story here that kind of sums this up is I went to a seminar one time and the doctor who was giving the seminar was telling us a story about how he had a patient who was in pain and whatever the injury was, uh, this clinician did the, all these exercises was with them for months, didn't get any better. So that patient ultimately went to a different clinician that the two clinicians knew each other, but the patient went to a new one. And that new doctor did all the same exercises that the previous one did, and the patient got better. The only thing that was different was how that doctor communicated to the patient. So that's just a really interesting story on how our words and our mindset and how we communicate to the patient has such a huge impact on their um, recovery. So thank you guys for tuning in today, and I will see you next time.